it's time for the Super Coach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. And here's your hosts, Paulie G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanscom, and Andrew Muldock Molinaroli. Yeah, we are back for another week. Got a little bit battered and bruised from that uh, pretty awful super coach round. Let's face it, if you've, if you've survived that, you could well be on your way. And if you're playing head-to-head, thank goodness that that was a non-head-to-head round. Ryan MS joining us as always. How are you, mate? Yeah, pretty good. Yourself? Well, we got the big news, didn't we? Jason Taylor out at the West Tigers. So I guess uh, I'm dancing a bit of a jig, I've got to be honest. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll see if the, uh, yeah, the players actually um, look like they care, uh, unlike they did on Sunday, um, then we'll, might, see, might see a bit of a change. Now, no, Andrew Muldock, Mullinaroli, despite Manly's big win on the weekend, he's fallen ill, but another team had a big win, uh, St George, and Peter Hanscom is with us, of course. How are you going, mate? Good win on the weekend. Very good, yeah. I must admit, slightly unexpected, but always get good to get a win over the uh, the little brother Cronulla Sharks um, in the local derby. There, led from start to finish. So yeah, very happy. And yeah, one of the players, Jack DeBellin's going great guns this year. So uh, he's uh, going well for Supercoach too. So yeah, it's all good. And back with us for another season is the man himself, the injury expert, Pat Lyons from Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. How are you, mate? Very well, Paul. Glad to be back again. Very good, to, very good to have you back. Uh, weird circumstances with the Jason Taylor dismissal, but uh, maybe it's onwards and, and upwards for our for our team. Yeah, hopefully that's the case. They're two big losses for the year. You know, yeah. Win 20 straight from here. Yeah, need a win. Leichhardt over, you never know. Might might just be the tonic needed. Uh Let's get into the injuries now. Um, I guess we'll start with the Cowboys. They've been hit pretty badly already this season, but um, coming out of the game on Saturday night, the loss to Manly, Justin O'Neill and Kyle felt um, suffering injuries. O'Neill um, with a hamstring, and this he hasn't been named this week, while Kyle felt has been named, but he had a hyperextension of his knee. Um, how do you see that going with some pretty enticing cheapies waiting in the wings for the Cowboys? Well, I felt if they've named him, um, I just, you know, you can only assume that it wasn't a, a, a real nasty one. Um, hyperextension, the structure that's at risk is the usually the PCL, um, but they wouldn't risk it if that was the case. So I suspect it's a bit of a mild joint sprain and um, he should be able to run fairly freely. And the hamstrings, I guess, you know, we've seen with the Corey Norman thing missing last week, you know, that they can either be things that are precautionary or significant time, as we've talked about in the past. Yeah, it's always a bit tricky to say with the sort of limited information. Um, but they ruled him out, right? So He's not even in the 21, so he can't he can't play this, this weekend regardless. Yeah. It, Interesting, I guess. Caleb Pogger is still there because of Lockwood Coot out, so he's interesting. But the Gideon Gillian Mosby as well, another exciting cheapie. So we'll be watching, but it looks like 
some of these guys are going to continue to get opportunities. Parramatta's an interesting one. A lot of people would have jumped on the case of Pritchard. Bandwagon, very cheap at the start of the year. Hasn't quite panned out. Now rolling an ankle. He's been named, Pat, but again, hard to tell. The old syndesmosis was again thrown around in the in the media afterwards. But uh, at the moment, he's been named. And I guess Cameron King is, is the cover as, as, as um, on the 21. Yeah, again, pretty tricky to say without any more information. Um, but the yeah, rolled ankles can be... You've seen people play on them before, and they... they I mean, Cooper Cronk last year for Origin, he smashed his ankle and still played. So um, yeah, maybe he'll still make a return, but it's a bit tricky to say without uh, knowing more information. They're in a bit of a hooker injury crisis, Parramatta, so I guess even if he takes the field, maybe lower your expectations for his um, supercoach output. Um Melbourne Storm, Cameron Munster's the big one, four to six weeks, they're saying, after fracturing his jaw. Does that sound about right? Yeah, that's um, that's, that's about right. I think they usually bring them back. So the, the healing time's usually six to eight weeks, but they, they tend to kind of get them back in a bit sooner than that and just hope nothing goes wrong, I think. It seems to be the, <laughs> the strategy for the, in the NRL for these guys. Yeah, we've had a few last year, I think, and the year before, coming back after three three weeks. I think Aiden Guerra comes to mind. So, yeah, I, I think they just kind of just hope for the best. They don't take a knock there, um, but the bone isn't really that that solid again for a sort of six to eight weeks window. So there's a, a, a risk in coming back earlier, but certainly four to six, he should be out. I guess if you're a Riley Jacks owner, you're, you're grinning from ear to ear. Billy Slater going to fullback, and Jacks staying there should just keep. Um, turning over those price increases for you, whether it is three, four, five, six weeks, it's still long enough for him to sort of hit his his pub before you can sell, uh, before you can sell him. And then the winger Suwalasi Vunivalo disrupted an AC joint, even though he played through the injury um, on the night last Thursday. Pat, he's not been named this week. What are we looking there? Because another cheapy Curtis Scott starts to come into the frame if there's another injury there for Melbourne. Yeah, I think I remember last year we sort of um, the Brisbane Broncos winger had the AC joint, um, and we, I think from memory I thought I thought I said oh, he'd be out for a while, but then we he was back I think next week. So yeah, but wrong. then he was in and out, wasn't he? It didn't didn't quite go to plan for them. Right, right yeah. Then he struggled after that. So um, I think you know, I said it last year this year they tend to be difficult ones to to recover from quickly, um, especially for the wingers trying to leap up in the air catch the high ball, so um, they're usually sort of niggly ones, and um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's out for a, a, a couple of weeks. Well, if you planned to, uh, or if you had picked him up, knowing how good he was last year, that's a bit of a blow. Um, young Tonham appears being named in his stead this week, not Curtis Scott, so not a lot of upside there either way, whether you own Vunivalu or not. Pat, it's great to have you back for 2017. Yeah, great to be back. And don't forget, you can go to our website, www.supercoachpros.com. Click on the link, Could You Bay Health and Injury Care. You get 20% off your first visit. If you live in the um, Sydney region, Sydney City or eastern suburbs, well worth visiting. Pat does a great job. Um, pretty pretty busy there, but he'll find the time for you and the 20% discount as well on, off your first visit. Could You Bay Health and Injury Care. Pat, talk to you next week. Will do, mate. Thanks, mate. Yeah, and a bit of a blow. There would have been some Cameron Munster owners out there, I guess, 
may be worried about the Billy Slater factor. It might have saved you there. So Lucy Vinavalu might have had a few owners there. Ryan, and not much upside because uh, unless you're Riley Jack's owner, I guess they're the, they're the owners jumping for joy. Yeah, that's right. Um, he gets uh, another shot in there. And, um, yeah, if if you had him the week before and you were cursing him because uh, he didn't, didn't get on the field, um, then, yeah, he's... Uh, He's good to go, and he'll get a he'll get a good um good price rise out of that. Always good when we see that on the opening round, the Thursday night. I think Andrew, uh, you know, we're texting back and forth saying you can get him in now um, because I think Jax was going to be targeted for him, and then I think he was looking at Tyler Cornish because Jax wasn't named, and suddenly Jax is in. That happened on Friday or Saturday. No time to reverse the changes, so got to like that. Um, what did we learn from this round? Well, there's a few teams underperforming at the moment. You know, our club, uh, Ryan and I and Pat's club, West Tigers, definitely. And then you've got teams like the two previous premiers, the Cowboys and the Sharks. Pete, what does this say for, this, for these starts? Jonathan Thurston, um, one of his lowest scores ever, Supercoach scores ever on the weekend. Is this a cause for concern or will he bounce back like we saw last year when he turned a 15 into a plus 100 the following week um, yeah, late in 2016. Yeah, I was about to say, I know that previously Thurston has, um, and the Cowboys have got off to a slow start. I know the year they won the Premiership, they had a very slow start to the, to the season. People thought, oh, you know, what's going on here? And, you know, is Thurston over it or whatever? But, but uh, he came out and showed the, the class that he is. However, this time around, it's a little bit more difficult with the, the long-term injuries. We know to Matt Scott, he's gone for the year um, and missing Tamalolo last week uh, due to suspension. I think he's got one more week to go. So it it makes it a little bit more difficult for Thurston when his team's not going forward. Um, doesn't have that forward, forward carry that, that uh, Scott and Tamalolo provide. I think having said all that, I think he is, he is class. And he will rise. I, listen, I was as shocked as anybody with his low score last week. But give him a little bit more time, and I think you'll be you'll be you'll reap handsome dividends in the end. The Cowboys should be a good matchup. Um, probably willing to give him another week. Fifty-five is predicted score this week. Um, it's going to be tough, Ryan. But um, you know his record against Gold Coast. I, I guess it's reasonable. Yeah, look, you have to give him another shot um, for no other reason than it's JT. Um, he doesn't play many bad games in a row. Uh, and I think that he will bounce back pretty well and possibly even above um, that predictor. But even so, even scoring 55 after a 15 is still is still a pretty good comeback. Yeah, well, he did, he did scrape to 20. We'll give him, we'll give him the 20. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Paul Gallon, Andrew Fafida. I mean, these guys have been getting reasonable scores, but certainly due to lose, you know, but anywhere between fifty to eighty thousand um, over the next couple of weeks if they continue with their sort of past scores. I don't know if many owners have gone the Gallon and Fafida route, Pete, but maybe if they do drop, could they be targeted, or the Sharks just got you know the target themselves on their back and. They're just a bit of a bit of an avoid this year. Well, uh, history shows it's very hard, hard to to win the 
competition two years in a row. It hasn't been done since the early 1990s by the Broncos. And I don't really want to talk about that. But uh, it, like Gallon is he's not playing State of Origin this year. He's unsure whether it's going to be his last year. He's, he's climbed the mountain last year. I don't think he's not going to play as many minutes this year as he's getting older. He's, you know, he's 34, whatever he is. And it's, it's a tricky one. It's once again, a little bit like Thurston um, in that, as you say, his scores are a bit down, but he's, he's been so good in the past. You're very wary to, to let him go. Once again, you need to have a look very closely at our predictor and have a look at his matchups the next couple of weeks, I think. Um, and, and for feeders in the same boat, he's a bit of a, he's a bit more of a temperamental sort of play. Can have his ups and downs, but he scores. Um, I would still be hanging on to them for, for another week or two. But yeah, look, look closely at our predictor scores for, for these guys and, and see what you make for it over the next couple of weeks. Stuff, I think. It's good timing. You mentioned the predictor, Pete, 64 and 63 for Gallon, 59 and 57 for, for feeder. But Ryan, you can now get all this information. The app is finally here. We've talked about it for a long time and um, you've used it, used it last week. Um, you know, I've been using it for, for quite a while and all that information on there and the it's on Google Play at the moment. The app, the Apple side of it should be up any day now. We'll advise people via Twitter, but this Supercoach Pros app, I mean, what, what can you say? It, it's just, it's changing, I guess, the way you can, you know, get your, your side, the, the, what trades you're going to use, who you're going to captain. And if, and if you play daily leagues, there's options there as well with um, unique predictor models for Moneyball. Yeah, absolutely. Look, everything we talk about is on this stuff, is on this thing. Um, and it's, you know, you don't have to remember what we, what we say because um, <laughs> it's, you know, going to be there in front of you. Um, yeah, the Moneyball one uh, set it up so it, you know, takes to account their scoring system. Um so it's got everything there, and then you can check out um, the stuff we've written, check out all the podcasts. They're all there at your fingertips. Um, you know, like everything these days, you don't have to try too hard. Um, you just, you know, click on your phone. There's a lot of advantages so with that because the articles are also on there. Um, it's actually going to – we're going to be going once they're all up and running to a Supercoach Pros Insider where, you know, to get the full articles, you will need to have the app. Um, the podcasts, I mean, if for nothing else – the fact that you don't have to wait and download them, and I know a few of our listeners have had issues, it's going to be on your phone. Basically, you're going to wake up. It's going to be on there. You just plug the phone into your car or you know, put the headphones in and listen on the way to work uh, or, or whatever. You're doing some gardening. you know, They're all going to be immediately uploaded. And, and while we wait for the submission, it's the Apple app's 19.95, So it, it will be the 29.95 um, full price, but... But just for the next week or so, if you you know look out for those tweets because you can get it for nineteen ninety five. If you've got an Android phone, the Google um, Play is already up there. We'll get some more links out. It is being linked there to through Twitter. Um, and I guess the other thing, Pete, I'll say, you know, we do all this for nothing. This is the one way we try to recoup costs on the website on our our time. And if for nothing else, then we've given you, you know some great information over the years and the podcast will remain free and will always be free um but you know if you have that spare 29.95 or 19.95 if you get in fast then we just we ask you if you have enjoyed what we've done to this point get it and and trust us because everything is there as ryan said facebook twitter podcasts articles plus that all-important predictor 
uh, model with price gains, price losses, pre- the predictor for this week and next week, and um, and obviously by team as well, and the Moneyball feature. Well, that's it. You know, we've um, we've gained a lot of listeners over the years, and we're getting a lot of very, very good feedback from people who are very happy with the... Uh, and find it very useful, all the advice that we've given over the years. And, uh, and you know, like really these days, when you think about it, 20 or $30 is, is not all, you know, nineteen ninety five now or twenty nine ninety five um, down the track is is not very much money, you know, for all the, the value you could get out of it. And, you know, Supercoach is just growing and growing and growing. And, you know, I, know, I think it's, it's a great value innovation and you particularly ought to be applauded for what you've done with it. It's excellent. We, Ryan, we took on the big boys uh, like Catfish and Copes in the Moneyball using the Predictor app just this weekend and uh, proved, proved its worth, I guess. Yeah, that's right. It's like those, you just need that kind of thing. Um, you know, lots of people have their own little systems and their own little predictors or they use, uh, you know, previous existing ones. This one has, you know, it's just got all your data there, got all your stats there. Um, so, you know, give it a shot and, you know, you'll, you'll see, you'll see what, um, what, it, what it's all about. We'll get the links out on Twitter and on our apps uh, and, uh, and on our website. The Supercoach Pros app is the name of the app. Let's move on to the team changes now for this week and, uh, South's a few changes all due to suspension. Cheapy Braden Burns is out along with Heimel Hunt, George Burgess. So interesting to see Cody Walker moving back to fullback. Probably won't affect his price too much. Uh, sorry, his predicted score too much because we saw him play a bit of fullback last year and he still, you know, he likes to get second from the ruck anyway. Um, John Sutton in at 5'8". He's been good all year. That If someone is on him, he's at lowly owned. That probably affects him a little bit. Um, while Alex Johnston moving back to the wing makes him uh, a riskier tar- um, target, particularly in daily leagues. See, Sofa Talakai is back at centre, and the one I like, Pete, is Aaron Crichton. I know we've talked about him on the show before, but now getting a start in the second row, uh, that will be interesting uh, to see how he goes, maybe playing 80 minutes. Yeah, a young bloke. He's, he's looking more and more like a, a pretty good cheapy uh, buy, I think, uh, Mr Crichton. Um, and he's up against the Roosters. It's a traditional sort of battle. Might be hard for them to score points this week, um, super coach points against the Roosters. But uh, you've got some good forwards around him too in, in Sam and so on. But, uh, yeah, it would be a very interesting one to keep an eye on. He's a very good young player. We'll talk a bit of trade strategy for this round a bit later. If you do, like you say, looking at someone a bit cheaper, he's, he's definitely on the radar. Tom Burgess is front row with um, Anthony Cherrington on the bench. The Roosters are the same as last week. Penrith uh, v the Knights. Bryce Cartwright back for the injured James Fisher-Harris. People that own him will be very happy. If you don't own him, at least have him on your watch list. We'll be looking at that matchup very closely, considering it is Newcastle, although they have been better so far this year. Brisbane and Canberra. This will be a tough game up the middle. Um, Tavita Pangai Jr. back for Benji Marshall. Raiders sticking with their 1-17. to um, I guess the big one is the super coach leader after three rounds, Ryan, Josh Papali. He's been awesome so far this season. Uh, yeah, absolutely fantastic. Um, he was last week was obviously his best score of the of the season and he was rampant then. Um, so I think he's got a real uh, 
think they'll get a real boost of confidence mm. from that Canberra. And when Canberra's playing well, Papali is um, invariably playing well. Uh, look, an 89-point average for the first three rounds, um, I don't see any reason why he's not going to be there or thereabouts um, if he stays healthy. So I, I think he's a good he's a good pickup if you can get him now before he just prices himself out of the market really. Manly v the Bulldogs. Martin Tapau's back from suspension as is Adam Fanua Blake. Um, Blake Fanua Blake will come via the bench. Miles has been moved back there for Tapau. Look, that helps. You know their their pack. It won't be an easy game against the Dogs. Maybe the ball can get wide enough for guys like Dylan Walker, QURT, Tom Jabrovich, Brian Kelly to get over the line. Um, Bulldogs are the same 17. Interesting to note, Josh Morris has been playing at right centre. So if that continues next week, uh, this weekend, which we assume it will, that really makes Brian Kelly probably an avoid for this week. Just leave him on your bench. Um, Parramatta v the Sharks. This is going to be a good game of footy. I think Corey Norman's back. Look, Jeff Robson may end up playing because of the Pritchard injury. Another guy named on the bench is Cameron King. That could be interesting there as well if he's fit and uh, Pritchard isn't. Um, and then Frank Pritchard is in for Tepai Moroa with David Gower and C.S. Vave named on the interchange bench while Cronulla have um, left Lee out and C.S. Fecky is in for him. Still Jack Bird at fullback, Valentine Holmes on the wing. The interesting one, Pete, is the number 20, James Seguiaro. And if he gets everything organised with the release from Leeds, they, they believe he's going to be in the 17 this week. Well, yeah, that's a, it's a piece of big news in, in two respects. If you're a Jaden Braley owner, and you know, I must admit I, I didn't know too much about this that guy before this year. Um, he's been playing quite consistently, a little bit of a, a misdemeanor in the, in the game the other day, but um, he's uh, yeah, he's been quite consistent for a young guy there, and you know he's only a cheapie in terms of super coach, so pretty good value. Seguiaro was. A, a gun player when he was with Penrith at the peak of his powers and was going and was putting out some decent super coach numbers as well. So he's someone to keep an eye for. If he's in the 17, then we have this balance, as we've discussed before, about uh, two hookers in the side as to who's going to get more minutes and you know, are looking at a points-per-minute value um, as well. I wouldn't expect Seguiara to get too much time since his first game back if, if he does make this final 17. Um, but, yeah, something certainly to keep an eye out in the next couple of weeks. That's, I was going to ask you that because I'm thinking maybe Seguiara only plays 20, 25 minutes. So, Braley, even if you're not starting him, he should still continue to see a price rise at least for another week or two. That's exactly that's exactly right. I said that I don't think there's any way that Seguiara could play any more than that. And I think your, your 55-25 ratio sounds about right. So it'll be one we keep monitoring, but for this stage we say hold Braley, watch Seguiaro, Gold Coast feed North Queensland, no more changes for the injury hit, injury ravaged Titans. Cop- Dale Copley, the new buy for them, he's um, been named in the centres. Daniel Vito is on the wing, Will Zillman's out, Chris McQueen back to the second row, Joe Greenwood back to the bench. Um, interesting too with Gold Coast that they've bought Chris Greavesmore, but not named in the 21 this week. Justin O'Neill was injured for the Cowboys. This is the battle of the two teams ravaged by injuries. So Gideon Gillamosby has been named on the wing with Javid Bowen centre. Kyle Felt, as we said in the injury report, has been named. Um, I guess a guy we talked about, 
Ryan, enough, you know, in pre-season podcasts over the past two seasons, Gillen Mosby finally getting his chance. It's going to be an interesting one to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how that um, injury situation progresses at the Cowboys as well, uh, because it is another chance to get in a, uh, you know, a bottom price cheapie. Um, so, you know, depend on a few things. A, if um, the injuries continue and if he, you know, make, makes a fist of um, the games that he plays uh, from now until, well, until he either gets the boot or, um, you know, keeps his spot later well, on in the... Um, if Lachlan Coote comes back, you know, we're thinking, well, Ponga might move into the three-quarter line, but what if Geller Mosby plays really well? Bowen's already got the jump on Ponga. You know, do we lose our star cheapy again? Yeah, it's gonna. It's really gonna be a tough one. Um, but this is, if, if if ever there was a definition of a watch, this guy's it. Let's move on to the Tigers' storm. Um, Elijah Taylor, Matt Ballon are back. Jack Little John, Jack Little John's been dropped. Young Tonham appear in for Suwalesi Vunivalu, as we mentioned earlier in the show, and Cameron Munster. We also mentioned out. So Billy Slater starting. Vincent Lulai is on the bench. While for the Dragons, they're one to seventeen from last week. While the Warriors, Roger Tuivasa-Shek is back. Manu Vatavai out, so Lola here keeps his spot, but moves to the wing and. Another guy, Pete, we mentioned Seguiaro before, but it's Kieran Foran this time, uh, named uh, Jumper 21. Yeah, he's, uh, it's good to see Kieran Foran back um, playing the game. Um, some of the Paris supporters might be too happy about it, but anyway, <laughs> that's, that's the way it is. Um, I'll be interested once again to see how much time he gets. Um, he was one of these players, a very good player on the field, but not always a big scorer in super coach. Uh, in Supercoach land. But he did start to come good a bit with Parramatta in that regard last year, as I, as I recall. Um, played some very big games, I remember, against uh, the Bulldogs in particular at ANZ Stadium and, and uh, Parramatta won that game and he just orchestrated the, the victory and got a very high score. Um, once again, he'd be one to watch, I guess. I I don't know. Like he, as I say, he's got a mixed history with Supercoach, but I... yeah. I'd be just interested to see how he goes, but I wouldn't be wouldn't be jumping on the on the Kieran Foran bandwagon just yet. I don't think. I just wonder if he might lift those around him, and those people that own two of Arsashek, they own Sean Johnson, Bodine Thompson. You know, maybe you're getting more out of those guys. Fusatua, Carter. That's what I wonder. But um, that's true. The, oh, the combos, the, yeah, the combinations might take a little bit of a while to build as well though um, yeah we've been waiting <laughs> the Warriors we just keep waiting it seems for them to find their group right. forever waiting let's move on this is the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast you can find us each and every week on iTunes or on the website www.supercoachpros.com or via the new app there on Android or iOS and um not only have we got the podcast, of course, all the information that we tweet out on Twitter, at SuperCoachPros, make sure you follow us there, Facebook, at SuperCoachPros as well, and the website, www.supercoachpros.com. Still putting up the blogs at the moment. It will move, it will transition to the app, but for now you can still see all that information for free. Recaps, very important information with the recaps, the previews, 
as well. What we learned, I've got up there, and Ryan, you've got a bit of a blog coming up soon too with, um, I guess, comparing old v new, I guess you could you could say, um, for certain positions. Yeah, you're going to try and put something together and um, hopefully it um, is legible and um, <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> makes sense for anyone reading it. Um, but, yeah, hopefully that will be uh, up either tomorrow or the next day. We'll be up before, well before lockout, well, put it that way. Before lockout, yes. And, um, of course, with that app, the all-important predictor, all that information up on the app, you can search via team, via best for this round, by the high, highest price rise, lowest price fall, and there's even a money ball section there. But let's look at the big names for round four based upon this predictor. Luke Keary is due to do best, 78 from Tyrone Peachy, 76. Simon Mannering up there against the Dragons um, with 75. We see those forward. You know, it will probably be a battle of the forwards. Cameron McGuinness has been outstanding for St George. You could look to target him with 72. His teammate Jack DeBellin 69 also. Cody Walker and Adam Reynolds for Souths in the 70s and Sean Johnson and other Warriors at 69. Um, could be an interesting one. And then there's that man that we said earlier, Josh Papali with 68. So there's some of the ones. And also looking ahead, the Cowboys take on the Rabbitohs in round five. I know we mentioned Thurston earlier. Maybe that's a good matchup for him if you are thinking that he can buck the trend and not lose that money or at least get you some good scores to sort of absorb the loss of cash. Dragons v the Tigers. Look, St George have been really good so far this year, super coach wise And then they get a great matchup against the Tigers. So if you haven't got Cameron McGuinness or Jack DeBellin yet, maybe a good week to get them in. The Sharks feed the Knights. Could still be a good one there for Cronulla. And the Warriors feed the Titans. That could work for both teams there as well. The trade strategy for, for this week and I guess, Ryan, one of the things that cost us last week is, is potentially being um, too cute with everything. Um, I'm thinking this round, you've really got to look at, if you're going to upgrade, you're looking at the likes of Papali. Probably Peachy is our number one. Corey Norman right up there. And, and as I said, Papali, rather than trying to find the next cheapie, because there's not a lot of options cheapie-wise. Maybe um, Robert Jennings, but his low score last week is going to mean you won't get that second bump once his high score in round on, from the round before drops off. Yeah, that's right. It's getting to that stage, even even this early. Um, look, you can. I, I think with with that strategy, you can only really, if you are looking for a cheapie, you're looking for that cheapie because you're trading on someone who is more expensive and hasn't um, hasn't done what they what what you wanted. You know, you haven't got what you wanted from them. And then if you can get someone better for that, and then get get the cheapie on the bench. That would probably be your ideal situation, uh, but if it's if it's not going to happen, you can't really shoehorn that kind of stuff um, at this current time. Just got to uh, make the most of it. If you've got a guy who's underperforming, get get the guys who are performing now, because generally with Supercoach, the guys who are performing now don't normally drop off a hell of a lot um, throughout the season. Um, if they're quality performers, they're quality performers. And the thing of it is, these guys that are going up, yes, you will get you know the Riley Jacks. If you're already on him, you're probably happier. You could still bring him in at this point. You know he should he should continue to rise. But Robert Jennings is there or thereabouts. But 
we're also looking at guys like Corey Norman, like Tyrone Peachy. They're going up considerable amounts and they may never drop back to this price. And I know you might think, oh, I might have missed the boat with Tyrone Peachy, but he's got a much bigger... He'll, he'll keep rising because he's had two really good scores. So that first score drops off. Uh, Paul Vaughan's another one who's been very strong um, for the Dragons. So I think you're looking at those mid mid to high that are going to become high end at the moment, which means your other mids that haven't quite panned out, they're the ones you're probably trying to move on because you, your cheapies are still slowly burning as, as cash cows. So important week for trades, important bounce back week for a lot of owners as well. And let's move on to our tweets now. Uh, Gav asks, at Supercoach Pros, has Moga topped out? I'm looking at Moga to either Robert Jennings or Viami Kikau, which is the best option. Um, Gav, I will say Moga is predicted to score 36 and 37 the next two rounds for a 16,000 price rise, so nothing too great, whereas Jennings has got a 44k rise um, next week. So I guess, Pete, looking at that, that would help. But Pickhouse looked pretty good for the Panthers as well. I guess the worry is there, it's just the depth that Penrith have, whether he'll get enough game time. Uh, Moga, um, has he reached his peak? Absolutely. He may not uh, get the big points there. It's just a, appears to be a little bit of the way the Broncos are playing, I think, too. He's he's not really getting the, the opportunities out there. There's not a lot of... Um, bit of the, not so much the old-fashioned Broncos where you get a lot of you know, expansive ball play. They're playing this really a tighter sort of game, uh, as in evidence by, against Melbourne the other night. Um, none of their backs scored really decent points, and, and certainly not this young fella. you probably got as much at a moga that you're going to get, it seems. We loved him at the Cowboys. It's not translating at Brisbane. He's not the first. Even a guy like James Roberts, who's had some good scores already this year, but, you know, he doesn't have the same sort of real smashing upside that he had when he played for Gold Coast. I think that's the Wayne Bennett structure um, that takes away some of those Supercoach options. Jono asks at Supercoach Pros, i got JT and SJ in the halves. I've got the cash for Norman. Is it worth getting him in due to injury and opponents, even though he has a low break even? I guess what he's asking, Ryan, is that this is a tough matchup for him this round against the Sharks. We do have him getting to 58. That's minus 50, his average, um, because of partially because of the matchup. But he should bounce back to a 69 the following round. The way he's playing, I'm probably more concerned if he's going to get picked for origin than if he's going to slide back down. Yeah, look, I don't think he'd get picked uh, for Queensland uh, I think they've got those those situations covered. Not um, even a bench. This, for, not even a potential bench spot. Well, it's possible. Um, Morgan's there, so he might um, jump in there. Admittedly, he hasn't been playing uh, particularly well, um, but that's <laughs> way down the track. If that happens, who knows what's going to happen? Given how it's been going the past couple of rounds, <laughs> it, it's probably yeah, it's probably going to happen. Um, but look, that aside, I think he is worth getting in. Um, I think he's playing well. He's playing the best he's played um, for a number of years, um, possibly even Forever. the best he's played ever. Yeah. Uh, and I think 
the opponents coming up, yeah, Sharks are a bit tough, but as you said, he's going to he's predicted to rise up uh, the week after, and I don't think that um, he's going to go so too badly against the Sharks either. So, um, if it was me, I'd be getting him in. It's a good looking lineup if you've got Norman Johnson and Thurston in the halves. You know, Absolutely. sort of looking at ways to to get all three in my lineup. I'm looking at ways, you know, people that ask me advice. Yeah, you know, to get them in for them, and it it's not the easiest if you've got the money, John. If you've really got it organised to do that, and I know we did say last week, get yourself ready for this. Um, I think it's worth it. I think Luke Keery's the other guy. He's pl- still last week aside. I still think he's got some some good scores left in him. Um, but overall, probably once Origin's done, these are the halves you probably got: is Norman Johnson and Thurston. You know, maybe Matt Moylan, um, who can play five eighth as well as fullback. But that's probably who you got. So if you've got him in round four, it's a good place to be. Uh, Brett Crookshank asks at Supercoach Pros, who do you think the best upgrade would be, Manners or JDB? So Simon Mannering, due to actually lose ten k this round and another eighteen the following round, but it's good scores of seventy five and seventy two. DeMellon's been awesome, but still due to lose a little bit, 13 this round, and then back up half of that, back up seven, um, well, back up 20 total, so up seven by two rounds with the scores of 68 and 70. Pete, I mean, DeBellin, you mentioned him at the start of the show. He's been awesome. Um, can your Dragons continue on their merry way, or was it just the fact that, you know, the local derby they lifted? Well, I think regardless of the local derby, I think the Bellin was one of the better players against Parramatta the week before, and he was excellent against Penrith and, and got a, a decent super coach score. So I think that, um, I don't know, um, someone suggested to me that it's his contract year. I don't know about that, but um, he seems to be have got a new lease of life, and I think he's a, he's a very good um, super coach player this year by the looks of things. I know it's early days, and as, said, as Brian alluded to a moment, there's a lot of funny things happening this year in super coach, but... Um, no, I think he's looking really good. Like Simon Mannering has been, Simon Mannering has been one of the Mr. Consistent players uh, for Super Coach the last few years. Of course, um, usually an 80-minute 80, 80 player as well. Um, it's a tough call. I, you know, I guess I'm slightly biased, but I'd probably go with the Bell, and I think, and maybe, maybe he's going to be if you in your head-to-head as well. He's probably a few less people got the Bell and the Mannering, and. I would be thinking it might be a pretty decent point of difference to have as well. Yeah, Mannering getting a few extra minutes, um, potentially, although it's a little bit jaded because he had that injury in round one, so the actual averages don't show that. But we're assuming all things being equal, he'll play the full 80, whereas DeBellin's getting an average of, I think, around 65. Um, but what I love about DeBellin is the ball play. And if he's, you know, he put Paul, yeah. Paul Vaughan through a giant hole, and that, that's an eight-point, you know, line-break assist. What if he sets up a try? That's 12 points. And Simon Manning doesn't probably have that in him. In him. So it's that upside that you've got with DeBellin over Mannering, even though the base stats might have Mannering slightly higher. Um, but DeBellin's still pulling off good numbers base stat-wise. Ryan, I would throw back to one guy we mentioned earlier, Josh Papali. Does he beat both of these guys? Um, yes, he does. He does, and he's not too far away price-wise either. Um, 
he's 462, 500. Um, you know, he's recently jumped um, by 40. But look, I think he's looking pretty dangerous uh, running the edge. Uh, the Raiders look like they were getting um, at least their lines right. Um, I mean, it's hard to hard to tell against Tigers that Tigers side on the weekend. But um, but I mean, look like they were getting he went large against happening. the Cowboys in week one. He did similar. No, that's things. exactly right. Um, and look, and he's getting some good base stats as well. But to add to that, we mentioned the ball play before. Um, this guy does get across the line a bit as well. Yeah. So his attacking ability could certainly be that tipping point, um, at least prior to origin. And that's the thing, Brett. If you're looking longer term um, you know, and covering origin, I think DeBellin or Mannering, they're both good, but I think DeBellin's slightly higher. I think it's the general consensus on the round table than Mannering. But you know, don't discount Papali um, either. Guys, that's just about does it for the, the show. A lot, lot of information as per usual. Uh, I think we've got through it pretty well but this week. Peter, thank you very much. Thank you, Paul. Always a pleasure. You guys have got the Warriors this week. The Warring Warriors. Yes, yeah, been an interesting game. And Ryan Leichhardt able the venue for our guys. Maybe that's a bounce back opportunity if ever there was one against the Storm, who we sometimes beat there. Yeah, well, that's right. They have a poor record there, but um, it's going to be a very big surprise if they if the <laughs> Tigers manage to do it. But um, I'm I like surprises. Well, Ryan, thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. Of course, Andrew should be back with us next week. And um, don't forget, follow us on Twitter, Facebook at Supercoach Pros. Go to that website www.supercoachpros.com, and most importantly, the app. Go get the app, Google Play, or should be up on Apple any day now. And, of course, with the Apple submission, we have put it at the cheaper price of $19.95 for just another week while that all gets up. So great opportunity to get in and get that cheap price discounted. 10 bucks. that's 33% off. Do it. You get all the other information on there as well as the all-important predictor. I am Paulie G. Thanks so much. We'll do it again next Tuesday. Bye for now. <laughs>